Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week we talk about real life issues that you're facing and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. All right, ladies, we have another special guest today. We have Mandy Moss. She is the founder of Brave Girls Gather. Mandy, I just want to ask you a couple of questions so these girls can get to know you a little bit better. Mm -hmm. All right. So the first question is, I love to ask this one. Tell me something fun about yourself that not very many people know. Well, something I think that most people don't know is that I'm a bit of a thrill seeker. You know, I don't know if you and the girls listening are familiar with the Enneagram, but it's like a personality test and they have these different numbers and you kind of find out which one you are. And I struggle with that because I fall between two of them. One of them is the achiever is the number three. And then number seven is kind of that fun, that fun seeker, that thrill seeker. And my three likes to shut down my seven, right? Because my three is my predominant. I'm like, we got to get this done. We're on mission. We, you know, we have a job to do, but then my seven is always in the background. No, we can go have some fun. Let's go have some fun. You know? And I, and I live in a household with my husband and kids and, and they're not as much of the thrill seeking type as I am. So I'll drag them different places. You know, we went on a family vacation recently and I had us all set up. We were going to do snow tubing one day and we we're going to do zip lining the next day. And they're just like, why can't we just like chill out? Why can't we like have a day in the hotel? You know? So yeah, I, I love a good adventure. I, I can be very spontaneous. You can show up at my door and be like, maybe let's go do this. And if I can get out of the house, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's go have some fun. I so love that. I think that sounds a lot like me. I am like a super overachiever but I'm also crazy. <laughs> I so love that. All right. So what is your favorite song to worship to right now? My favorite song to worship to right now is a song called great defender by upper room. And I love that song because it talks about how Jesus, it was like, he was always there waiting for you. You know, and it just, when I hear the lyrics, it reminds me of my story and my coming to Jesus. And, you know, I, I had a good decade of my life after leaving home where I, I went my own way. You know, I just felt like I knew better. And then I had this coming to Jesus moment, literally coming to Jesus moment on my bathroom floor. I wasn't hugging the porcelain throne here. I was literally in tears and Jesus showed up right there, you know, not in the person. I didn't have like a vision of him, but I knew he was there and I knew what I needed was him. And it was like, he had been waiting there the whole time for me. He knew I was going to come to that moment. And that song reminds me of that. It reminds me of Jesus's kindness to me and that he is my great defender. Even when I am not following him, not doing the things that I should be doing, he's there waiting and he's pursuing me and he's waiting for me to see him and respond to him no matter where I'm at. Oh, beautiful. Oh my goodness. I love that. What is a verse that is speaking to you right now? Oh my goodness. That, that's an easy one. 
it's, it's first Peter two, nine and 10. And the reason why is I operate a ministry called brave girls gather. And we're in a series right now called tell your story. And this is the key verse for the series is not only the key verse for the series is actually a key verse for our ministry. And the verse in the message version says, but you are the ones chosen by God to be the, to be holy people, God's instruments to do his work and speak out for him to tell others of the night and day difference he made for you from nothing to something from rejected to accepted. And what I love about those verses is it's another one of those verses that reminds me of who I am. It reminds me of the difference that God has made in my life, that he he took me from nothing to something. He took me from rejected to accepted. And it also says that we've been called to a holy priesthood and we have this priestly work to do. And when you think about priests, of the old Testament, what they would do is they would bring the sacrifices of the people to God. And it was, a, it was their form of repentance. It was their form of uh, getting right with God. Right. And that's what Jesus did for us. He died for us and he became that sacrifice for us. But in Romans, it says that we are to be living sacrifices for him. And I believe that one of the ways that we are living sacrifices is when we go out and we share the hope of Jesus with others, that is our priestly work. We get to go share Jesus and we can share it through our story. And when we share, our story, people are compelled to seek. They see Christ in us. They see Christ in our story. They're compelled to follow him too. And those are the sacrifices that we are offering up to God. Because when, when someone comes to follow Jesus, they're saying, I'm turning away from this old mess and I'm going to go this way. So it's a confession. It's a confession and profession of their faith. And our story is a powerful tool. Us telling people that this is who I was before Jesus this is who I am after Jesus is a powerful way to share Jesus with others. You know, sometimes we're like, I want to share Jesus. Like the, like if you're a girl listening right now, you're like, I want to share Jesus with others, but I just don't know how, like, where do I start? Start with your story. Like, look for that girl who is, or maybe God just placed that girl in your path who needs hope, who's in a situation that you can relate to and your story tells of the difference that Jesus made for you. And that's all you have to do. You tell her, you know, I understand I've been in a situation like that before. This is how I felt then. And then this is what I found. I found the hope of Jesus. And this is how he helped me see that situation and helped me through it. Our stories are so compelling. So talking about stories, tell me just like a short version of who Mandy is and how you got to be where you are today and how you're making such a difference. A quick version of me is I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm a homeschool teacher, I'm a life coach, I'm a ministry leader, I'm a writer, I'm a speaker, I'm a Bible teacher, but most of all, I'm saved by grace. And I really believe that I have gotten to where I am because of two things. Number one, the prayers of others. Looking back in hindsight of God, like, why have you been so gracious to me? Why have you been so good to me? I've learned about those who have prayed for me. And so if you have a praying mama, if you have a praying grandma, you better be thanking Jesus for it because you are living on their prayers, literally. And then also it tells me to never underestimate the power of my prayers. You know, my prayers for my friends, my prayers for my family, you know, when someone in my family is struggling or a friend is struggling, I know I've seen the fruit of prayer. And I know that part of why I am where I am is God has heard the prayers of those who prayed for me. And then the second thing I believe with all that I am is brave steps of obedience. The word says that faith pleases God. It's impossible to please God without faith. And a life following Jesus means that I'm going to be asked to do things that make me feel uncomfortable, that the only thing that I'm certain in is that God has asked me to do it. And sometimes I'm not even sure. I'm like, I think that God has asked me to do this. 
and I'll ask, you know, someone who I consider to be wise counsel. I'll say, I think Jesus is asking me to do this. I'll get their confirmation and then I'll step out. And so really, since I came to follow Jesus in my late twenties, it's been one brave step after the other, one brave step of following him. And I'm telling you guys, sometimes it's like, so it feels so uncertain. And, and again, the only thing that I'm certain of is Jesus is asking me to do this. So I'm going to do it. And it's always paid off. I so love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, I know that you have a message on your heart that God has given you to speak to these girls. Do you want to just go ahead and share with them what it is that God has on your heart to share with them? Yes. Yes. I want to share with you girls that Jesus is better than anything. I mean, anything that this world will ever offer you and the life that God has for you is far greater than anything that you can imagine. I promise you the world is going to come at you. The enemy is going to give you these ideas of something that's going to be so good. It will never, it will never measure up to what God has for you. And the thing about following Jesus is sometimes it's going to feel like you're losing something because you are, you're letting go of what the world wanted to offer you for what he has for you. And he's greater and he's better. And for those of you who have already settled that in your mind, you've already decided you might be listening to this. Some of you girls might be listening to this and going, yeah, I know. Yeah. He's better. He's greater. That's awesome. I know this. This is what I want to let you know that you have been called to more than just a relationship with him. You were made to know God. You were made to have a relationship with him. And even more than that is you were called and commissioned to make God known. Jesus commissioned his disciples before leaving and returning to heaven. He told them that they were to go and make disciples of all nations. And in Acts chapter two, he said, wait for the Holy Spirit to come because the Holy Spirit is going to give you power to go tell others about me. And just like those disciples got the Holy Spirit, when you said, I'm going to follow Jesus, guess what? You got the Holy Spirit too. Now you have the power to go tell others about him. Well, Mandy, what do I say? Well, God says that the Holy Spirit will give us words, but lean on your story. When you look at the story of the woman in the well, she encountered Jesus. Then she left Jesus and she just went and told everybody about her encounter with Jesus. And it said many came to follow Jesus because she did that. That's what we do. We go and we tell people we can do it on our, on our social media and we can make a post, but really those one-on-one conversations that we have with people are going to be the places where we really get to pour the hope of Jesus out into someone's life. We get to give someone the comfort that God gave us. And that's really the point and the way we see it. Like if we just look at sharing Jesus as, oh, that's something God told me to do. So I'm going to go do it. Right. We miss the point. The point is, is that there are people out there who are desperate for the hope of Jesus. We live in a very broken world. You girls, you probably are seeing the brokenness. You see it in the girls around you. Maybe there's even brokenness in your own life. You're like, nope, Mandy, the brokenness is right here. Jesus is your hope. And when you find that hope and you're healed by that hope, you get to go share that hope. That moment that you had with Jesus, where he changed everything, where he gave you something that you desperately needed, you are now entrusted to give that to somebody else. And that is a gift. I love that. And I think so many people kind of shy away from teaching teens to, to share the gospel, but it is, it's Jesus's last words to us before he left Mm -hmm. this earth. And, and I love that you are encouraging girls to do that. Do you have a, a story in your life where maybe when you were younger that you stepped out and you did this and how did it make you feel at the first time that you shared Jesus with those that were around you? You know, unfortunately, I can't tell you that I did that when I was younger. I was a hot mess when I was younger. I grew up in church 
and I knew who Jesus was. And I had those feel good moments in worship and student ministry, you know, but I had something that happened in my early teen years that really shook me. And I really began to question, is this God thing real? Is this God thing something I can trust? Because I can't trust these other things over here that I always thought I could trust. And so I stopped trusting and I started trusting myself and following my own way. And I really did not come to follow Jesus, like give him everything, all of my heart, soul, mind, and strength until I was in my late twenties. And once I did that, you know, the first few years were about me finding what it, what that looked like, what that meant. And I did have opportunities to share here and there, but once I really understood that this is a priestly calling, that this is what God has commissioned me to do, and I get to do this. And I've had these encounters sometimes with people that I've just met and God has given me an opportunity to speak into their life with my story. And I've seen the way that it's impacted them. I can't even tell you, you walk away from those moments going, that was Jesus. That was a moment with God. And you're just filled with his presence and it's, it's treasure, it's gold. And then there are also those other moments, you know, I've even shared things on social media guys where I've shared part of my story. And then I've had someone reach out to me and say, thank you so much for sharing that. That really resonated with me. I'm going through this. And that's led to us getting together and having deeper conversations. And, you know, Jesus said that we were going to be fishers of men. Right. And so our story becomes like throwing out bait, you know, and you're, you're, you're just putting stuff out there because you want to share about God's goodness, but then someone catches on to that and then don't let it go. When someone catches on to that, don't let it go. Just lean into the Holy spirit and, and share what God has done for you. And God will use it. And you will, you'll know, you'll be like, God is, God is so pleased. We do need to lean into our stories. And one thing that teen girls need to know too, is that their story does matter. And, you know, sometimes they may think, well, I'm just a Christian. I grew up in church. You know, I haven't really done anything bad with my life. I've lived morally. And so they may not think that they have a story, but they do have a story too. They don't have to live a past in order to have a story. They have a story right where they're at. Yeah, absolutely. You do have a story. And I would encourage you to spend some time with Jesus on that. And if if you feel like I'm in a good place with God and I have confidence and I have hope in him, what's the opposite of that? And when's a moment when you felt the opposite, get with him and let him show you that. And I think also getting with someone that we trust and having an opportunity to talk openly and honestly with them about the places we struggle. You know, when I was growing up, I said, I grew up in church, but there wasn't anybody, Jamie, that I could really talk to and tell the hard things. And so I hit a lot, I, a lot of the hard stuff. I just hit it down. I pushed it down deep and I thought, oh, I'm fine. You know, it's, it's, I'll be all right. But I wasn't looking back at myself. I was a girl who was spinning out of control and it was all that stuff. I was shoving down so deep. And this is what I want to tell you girls is that there are leaders in your church. There are women in your church who would love to talk to you. They don't know that you want to talk. If you don't have somebody to talk to, find somebody, find somebody. And it could just be as simple as, Hey, I'd like to get to know you more. I'd like you to pour into my life. You could say, I just, just would love for you to show me what it looks like for you to follow Jesus. Or can we get together and love to hear your story and just open up that relationship and create that space where you can share hard things with someone that you trust. Because if you haven't encountered something difficult, let me tell you it's coming and you want someone older than you who's walked down that path that you're walking down to tell you I've been there and this is the truth of God that you need to hold on to right now and help you process that. And then you'll have a story. So, so true. You don't want to just reach out just to anybody. 
Mm-hmm. You want to reach out to those who love God, who are, have that heart to help you walk through those challenging times. And it can be challenging. I grew up in a family where neither of my parents were Christians. I walked through those teen years by myself. I wish I had somebody to mentor me. I wish I had somebody to talk to, but I didn't. Absolutely. Most of the women in your church, they think they're not cool enough to hang out with you. They want to, they're like, I would love to like spend some time with that girl, but I probably like, don't know her lingo. I don't know the latest TikTok dances. And so maybe she wouldn't want to hang out with me. So we're both over here in our corners going, I don't know about that, but I don't think they, I don't think I'm someone that they would want to invest in. Right. That's what, that's what younger girls think. And we're over here thinking these things, but just be brave. Okay. Just be brave and pray about it. And God will show you who to talk to I love that. Well, thank you so much, Mandy, for joining us. Can you share with these girls how they can connect with you? Absolutely. I'm on Instagram. You can find me there at Mandy Moss, M-A-N-D-I-E-M-A-A-S-S. And then also Brave Girls Gather. Guys, go follow Brave Girls Gather on Instagram. That's the ministry that I am a part of. And we are all about equipping girls starting as teenagers to disciple the next generation. So there are younger girls within your arm's reach that need you to invest in them. Just like you're going to go ask somebody to invest in you. I want to challenge you to find a younger girl or a younger group of girls that you can invest into. So, so good. Thank you again, Mandy, for being here today and speaking to these girls. All right, ladies. So as we say every week, I want you to repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, just a quick note. The Bible study for friends is now closed. Be on the lookout, though, because our next Bible study will be opening up in the fall, and I cannot wait to go through it with you all. All right, ladies, have a great week, and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know just how much God really does love you. Now, I want you to repeat after me, and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, so I have a question for you. What does your summer look like? What is one thing that you are going to do this summer that is going to change your life forever? What are you going to do this summer to help you make friends who love Jesus that will help you grow in your walk with God all while having a blast? If your answer is, well, (laughs) not really a whole lot. Well, I have something just for you that will help you do all of those things. Are you interested? What if you did something this summer that could change your life forever? Ladies, I want to invite you to join me for Uncommon Teen Live 2024 because you are going to do just that. You are going to meet your new besties. You're going to have a blast and grow in your walk with God. So grab your parents, head on over to UncommonTeen.com and grab your tickets today.